Welcome back, dear listeners. I hope you enjoy learning about the badassery of Josephine Baker in the biography episode. But now we're going to dig a little deeper. I've talked on this podcast a lot about all those magical historical celebrity relationships. Some that we've covered so far are Mary Shelley and Lord Byron, Charles Dickens and Edgar Allan Poe, and Charlotte Bronte and William Thackeray. Today, we're going to talk about one that is a little bit more recent, Josephine Baker and Grace Kelly. In 1951, Josephine Baker was traveling back to the United States because she was being honored by the NAACP as Most Outstanding Woman of the Year. This was due to her refusal to perform for segregated audiences. In 1951, Grace Kelly was just 22 years old and an up-and-coming actress. She'd been highly regarded in Broadway theater and had a small role in her first movie, 14 Hours. 14 Hours was what got her noticed by Gary Cooper, who starred with her in High Noon in 1952 when her career really took off. While in Manhattan, Josephine was invited to dinner with friends at the Stork Club. She ordered a steak and waited over an hour before she realized that everyone around her had been served at her table and at tables that had come in after her. She went to the phone booth and called the NAACP and the deputy police commissioner. Sherman Billingsley was the owner of the club and had apparently remarked to a waiter, who let her in when she was seated in the cub room, a room where the rich and famous were routinely seated. When the club staff realized that she had just called the NAACP and the police, waiters frantically brought out her steak. Josephine refused to eat the steak, and she remarked, I have no intention of suffering deliberate humiliation without striking back. 22-year-old Grace Kelly ran to Josephine's aid. I'm unclear if Grace knew who she was or just saw injustice, but Grace Kelly was outraged and said she would never come back to the stork club. Grace's friends and Josephine's table all left in solidarity. That was the beginning of their friendship, which would last for the rest of Josephine's life. Within two years, Grace Kelly won an Oscar for her role in The Country Girl. Two years later, she was Princess of Monaco. During the 1950s, Josephine continued her work within the civil rights movement and also went on her own personal crusade of adopting orphans from all over the world into what was known as her Rainbow Tribe. Josephine maintained her connection with the now Princess Grace. Once she agreed to marry into the royal family of Monaco, Grace Kelly had to give up her acting career, which was so short she was only acting in films for about five years. As princess, she had to perform royal duties, such as championing various philanthropies. When she was president of the Red Cross, she asked her old friend Josephine Baker to perform at their gala, which is kind of what Josephine focused on in the last 15 years of her life. She'd perform at galas and do career review performances, because with all those kids and a crumbling resort mansion, she had a lot of bills. She was also a big spender. The situation got so dire that she was forced into bankruptcy, and the Chateau du Moulin, where she and her children had been residing, was repossessed. She refused to leave, and she was literally carried out screaming. Because the two women were close, Princess Grace knew of Josephine's financial trouble and had sent her money to try to help her take care of the bills before the house was taken away. But after it was gone, Princess Grace found a villa in Monaco and basically became something of a patron for Josephine and her family. This was in 1968, and they would live there for the rest of her life. In 1975, Grace Kelly's husband, Prince Rainier, along with Jackie Kennedy Onassis, funded what would be Josephine's final show. It was a career-spanning review, basically a greatest hits from her banana skirt days up to her life as a chanteuse. A few days after the show, she was found lying peacefully with newspaper clippings of her glowing reviews spread all around her. She was 68 years old. Grace Kelly, of course, not only attended her funeral, but paid for some of it. 
The funeral, of course, took place in Josephine's beloved Paris. And interesting fact, she's the only American-born woman who got full French military honors at her funeral thanks to her work for the resistance. But she was ultimately buried in Monaco near her home and her friend. That's all I have for you this week, dear listeners. Tune in again next week as we talk about Josephine's bisexuality and take a look at some of her lady lovers. (music) 